0: Hey, it's Madison the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Uh,
1: so I took Air Force ROTC, and I had two instructors that were both pilots. Uh, we called them, one was Sarge and one was Colonel P, and both of them were ex-pilots. So instead of teaching us just the regular uh, curriculum, they would go on base, and they would get uh, flight plan paper instruments. They would talk about aerical, uh, aeronautical engineering, but they would actually have us, uh, map out our own flight path from point A to point B. And it seems so exciting. So, so much of that, you know, when it comes to aeronautical, um, so much of it has to do with, with the weather. Uh, so I said to myself, then I'm like, wow, this is something I've never been exposed to and would not have been exposed to had it been for the two of them kind of thinking outside the box with their teaching. Um, but I said to myself, you know, I really love this idea of studying the atmosphere and the weather, and I think I want to pursue something that has to do with weather, maybe designing airplanes, maybe just uh, forecasting for weather. So that really is... Oh, that,
0: whoa, that whoa, whoa, whoa. Designing airplanes? You're kidding. Why
1: not? <laughs> Why
0: not? <laughs> <laughs> Look, and, and let me, let me first of all, whoa. Whew, boy, I mean, it is, this is a relief, and I say this sincerely. Uh, we 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 deal with a lot of heavy topics starting at six every morning our time, and as you can see, the calls come in from from all over the country, as I say, coast to coast. And then it was um, it was a few weeks ago. Uh, Veronica Johnson became the first woman and first Black woman. Uh, to hold the position at ABC Seven, uh, it, it, in the nation, it, what this 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 station is seventy five years old. That's right,
1: first seventy five years
0: old, and the the uh, chief meteorologist. And uh, I I sat at home and said, I know her, <laughs> you <laughs> know, <laughs> I know her, uh, and 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 then. It's it, it, things start. First of all, she's in studio, and I thank you so much for, for, by the way, coming in. She didn't have to be at work till three o'clock in the morning. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, evening, and she came in this morning with her husband, who's just vi- videotaping away. Thank you. Can we get a copy of that? He's you, huh? my biggest cheerleader. Uh, thank Has you. Has been from day one. Thank you. And how long have you folks been married?
1: Uh, uh, honey, <laughs> I never remember
0: you 25. We've got, what, 250? Almost. Almost. 40, 46.
1: Wow. You know, 40, Congrats. 46. Yeah. And
0: she's the boss. I mean, everybody knows, knows. that. And, and it's really great when you can work with somebody you can trust. But it's really, it, and speaking of trust, so so there had to be a lot of trust put in you to take this position. Yes. What and, and so let me ask. What is a chief meteorologist as it relates to your mission and assignment?
1: Good question. All right. That comes with someone who sounds like they served in the military. Mission (laughs) and assignment. (laughs) No, I haven't. (laughs) Uh, So the job of a chief is the same as what I was doing before as a meteorologist, right? You're forecasting. You're making graphics. You're putting content on air. We're now putting content on social media. We're putting content on the web. We're doing it now faster than ever because we have to almost seamlessly between TV and between what we do online because that's where people are. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah, Severe weather coverage, winter weather coverage, you know, I'm doing it all. However, the job of Chief... There's a lot that comes with administrative uh, practices, right? You've got to do scheduling. You've got to do hiring. You've got to coordinate with your vendors. Uh, WSI for us, Weather Services Incorporated, where we get our weather system from, making sure that the system has its updates that it needs, making sure that we've got the, the best and most innovative technology to be able to do our presentations the way we need to, making sure you've got the best crawl system, making sure that you have all the tools necessary wow. in the wow. toolbox for yourself and for your team so that we all can mm-hmm. excel and fly and do well and win. mm mm-hmm.
0: Because after all, because you compete, because yeah. it is competitive. Exactly. He, he, and 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 he, as I was listening to the uh, the clip, this is, I I guess n- what how much ninety percent science?
1: Yes. I mean, I, I mean, uh, well, you can't be the meteorologist on air who is great at presentation and lousy at forecasting. What, is, what I mean, what does last. that
0: mean? I help help me understand that.
1: So, it, it,
0: and re- I'm sorry, I'll interrupt from time. I'm just no, at no, that, no, 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 just at that age, right? right. <laughs> you know, uh, in other words, you women have, to have a degree. Women used to. I I I know uh, some women who Start were out. reporters, mm-hmm. and then they were just told by the news director or whoever, "You're now a weather woman or a weather girl." In those days, and I'm going, whoa, excuse me. And they,
1: that's what they are. You can't do that today, can you? It's harder to do that today. There are, it, because it's so competitive, you need your best people who are not only great scientists, but also great communicators. And great communicators, not just on television. But we're hiring people who understand the social media aspect of it mm. and how to deliver that type of information online more effectively. How
0: how how different is that? What's it's, oh, it's what is different? What is the, than what when is I the difference? What is the difference?
1: The difference is knowing what type of TikTok video to make. Who is your audience? Who are you talking to? Not posting graphics, the same graphics that I would post on Facebook that are horizontal. That's not what I'm going to be posting on Instagram. You know, now it's all about the reels and stories on Instagram. Uh So making content that is specific to where you're posting and doing it in such a way that you're not only posting, but you're engaging with your audience. Because that's the whole idea, right, is to get people like you do on the air, get people to interact with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, engage them in conversation so that they're there that day and they keep coming back.
0: My my guest in the studio and there's a reason we're we're doing this one and, and it's not because it's just in the on the Madison show every day every month is Black History Month. Anybody that knows us knows that that's the case, but it, she is a veteran meteorologist and uh, is now the chief meteorologist here in washington dc uh abc 7 making her uh a true uh history uh maker as i as i uh, said uh first woman the first woman <laughs> black or white <laughs> to hold this position at this station in its 75 year uh, history.
1: No pressure. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
0: thank you. But but you know, you you did say this. Uh, I think I I heard you that you recognize that you're really standing on the shoulders of a of some folks who came before you, as we all are, aren't That's we? That's right. Yeah,
1: right. June Bacon Bursey. I
0: have you know I have her story here. Most people, I and I got to tell you, Veronica, I never heard of her, but I. You know, I said I'm going to do my homework when I get Veronica in here. And I have the headline here, Remembering June, June Bacon Bursi, first African-American female meteorologist.
1: She wasn't in that position for very long. She was in that position for two, maybe three years. I'm not certain why she left the position as chief uh, but I could only imagine in now she, 1970. she passed
0: away at the age of 90, by the way. But yes, go ahead. okay.
1: But I'm going to assume, as someone who's been in, even though I just got to this position as chief, that kind of pressure that was on her. And while this was way before social media, there's still, the you know, there's still phone calls that used to come into the TV stations and, you know, folks could find other ways to reach you. So I can only imagine the pressure. But I want to say this. She did not get that position because someone there said, hey, here's someone who's great. They have their degree in weather. We're going to make you chief. No. <clears throat> in 1971, WGR-TV. Where is that? That is up in Buffalo. Okay. Their chief was arrested and charged with robbing a bank.
0: Now, their chief... Meteorologist. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So the TV's chief meteorologist was arrested for robbing a
1: A bank. bank. And they needed someone to jump in. So (laughs) she was ready. This is straight from the Smithsonian Magazine. Go ahead. And there's plenty of articles out there. I mean, this is, you know, this is nothing new, but it's certainly not anything that is talked about that frequently today and so.
0: she and by the way she grew up in Kansas
1: I believe in Kansas Wichita Kansas, yeah. yeah Wichita the nation's midsection yeah where Wichita so much severe weather
0: and 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 uh, grad, uh what UCLA I think if I'm not I'm looking yes I got her master's degree from UCLA and then moved to Buffalo, New York.
1: She was qualified, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, competent and qualified, but go ahead.
1: But again, she didn't get the position until this guy this gets arrested. arrested. How in the hell does the chief meteorologist rob, rob, rob a bank? <laughs> but we have seen that before where sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I'm all about, you know, <laughs> making sure that whatever you do in life, you work really, really <laughs> hard. And you make sure, Joe, no, as you know.
0: I mean, I'm cracking up only because I can see the clerk right now. Didn't you just get the morning weather report? <laughs> Wait a minute. Is it snowing outside? I, can you? Maybe he needed a new weather station. I don't I, know. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, now, let me, let me, it's something else I used to, it, it, the pressure that they put on women to be meteorologists, I mean, on TV, I actually read, and I don't know if it was uh, June Bacon Bercy who did this or not, but it I read where at some point, and maybe it was her, the the news director or somebody suggested on one hot day, on one hot, very hot day, the that the that the weather girl quote unquote I hate mm-hmm. to say it that way should wear a swimsuit. Mm-hmm. I would not.
1: Know. Again, this is nineteen seventy one. It's nineteen seventy one. Lots changed. Thank goodness. I'm wear not it. doing that.
0: And and I think that's what somebody uh said. Yeah, a swimsuit. It um now let's go to edu let's go to education for a moment. I also did not realize that she went on to really promote minorities and women. with a scholarship. Yeah, talk about that for a moment. Yeah,
1: she used her own money in the beginning, uh, money that she had won from a game show. Uh,
0: Yeah,
1: 1978.
0: Right. She won won $64,000 on the TV game show, uh, $128,000
1: question. Mm Mm-hmm. And she used that to start a scholarship fund.
0: Yeah, for for women to pursue a career in in meteorology because she and other knew scientific then sense, because yeah. she knew then right. that
1: more women were are needed in science and steam. Right, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, and we still don't have enough today.
0: It, now, why, in your opinion,
1: why? You know. Um, I can only speak to the position that I'm in and and what I see. And it's far too often that I meet females who are doing broadcast meteorology, let alone chief, just broadcast meteorology, forecasting and working on TV, right? Just the demands of the job and being in that position can be very grueling uh, when you're trying to start a family. And, or when you have a family already, right? You've got two kids and you're juggling everything and oh by the way, you've got an hour of prep time to do hair and makeup that sometimes your male counterparts don't have to do. And then same thing on the back end. And if you're someone who's also doing science packages, it can just be a lot where you know, in the business, we call it feeding the beast.
0: Now, what when you say the beast you're is getting doing, bigger, <laughs> when you when you say doing science packaging, what what does that mean?
1: Environmental packages. You're you're reporting on climate change. You're reporting on uh, the pollen, maybe because it's been so warm uh, early. There's more pollen out. Go do a package and go turn that package after you get done on air. Wow. Sometimes it extends past the eight hour day. So I'm the crazy person who, because that's just the way I was raised, I've never really believed in the eight-hour day. Yeah. Not if you want to make Succeed. it. Succeed. That's right. Right. If right. You want, right. 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 Uh, there are... I mean,
0: my staff thinks I'm crazy because I do four hours when most people do one or three. Mm-hmm. Of course, I ended up doing 52 to right. raise some money. But Congratulations. They really think yes. I'm crazy, yes. but go ahead. No, no. Yeah. That's, that's, that's uh, yeah, huge. Yeah,
1: understand. Right. Now... Um, but you know, if you, You've got to work hard. You've you got to really work do. really, really hard. And but women, I'm, I'm but, someone who, yeah. you know, when I say that, it's not just empty words for me saying, you've got to work hard, really, really so hard. So what do no. you
0: say to women who are, I've you, worked you know, the, when you talk to them?
1: What do you say to them? That for everyone it's different. For me, I know what it is that I wanted. Uh, the kind of hard that I worked, it, there were several times in my career where, where I thought, this is just breaking me, you know. You know, you go home crying because, you know, we as women were a little more emotional. Um, But several times when I felt broken, like, I can't do this anymore. But then there's the voice in my head that says, no, you can. And I remember how I was raised. I'm a child out of the 60s, you know. um, Where did you grow up? Taught to be strong. Where did you grow up? (laughs) Army brat. I grew up in Germany. Mm -hmm. Um, My uh, dad was in the service in the Army. Uh, hence the aeronautical engineering and wanting to do things, you know, uh, that involved uh, flying and military. Uh, I grew up uh, around Fort Bragg, North Carolina, which if you, that's close to Pope, uh, Piedmont of North Carolina. What
0: what was the first, um, what was the first station you worked?
1: First station that I interned at was Johnson City, Tennessee. That's where I truly figured out that this is something that I could do. So I looked up to Spencer Christian. Do you know who who he is? The name? Why do I Spencer know Spencer Christian. Name? Good morning, America. Oh, yes. From the late the 80s. 80s to the late yeah. 90s. Right, right. Yes. Look, look him up. So he's out on the West Coast. Okay. Still on TV. Right now, I'm sure he's busy with the blizzard and all the snow, and the un- unusual winter they're having. Okay. All the heavy snow now. But Spencer Christian, Good Morning America, I would watch Spencer do the weather before I left to go get on the school bus. And I saw someone there on TV that I envisioned, hey, he's doing the weather. Maybe I can do that. Right? I went off to college Got my degree. Where did you go to college? UNC at Asheville. Okay. Voted the class most likely not to succeed. (laughs) Thank you very much. No, you didn't. Yes. Really? My professor did not like my graduating class. Go
0: ahead. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Really? Hey, what can I say? We were
0: fine. Now, where is that professor now? But never mind. That's just a rhetorical question. I really don't care. Care, (laughs) Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Voted the class most likely not to succeed, uh, but again, a lot of determination just to, to, to get there. Um, after I went to um, UNC Asheville, did my internship in Johnson City, Tennessee. It was there the person that was doing weather at that station in Johnson City, Tennessee. I could really. Relate to and envision myself working hmm. on air because he was young and only got into that position himself by accident. A lot of a lot of now, these it, things in our life, we we always think that yeah, you yeah. know that that we've got things mapped out, but so much of it has to do with you know happenstance. But you've got to work hard and be ready. You,
0: you, that's the point. You 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 have to be prepared. Yes, you truly. And someone brought this up yesterday. I don't care what color you are. Uh, But particularly for African-Americans, you really have to believe in yourself and be competent. Yes. I mean, you can believe in yourself, but you got to be competent.
1: Well, you have to be competent. So I was raised, my parents always told me, I'm sorry, but this is how it's going to be. You have to work twice as hard. You You have to be twice as good.
0: Our parents went to the same university.
1: And that's true. Right. And, and, And so for me, it was like, no big deal. Okay, got it. Got it. Always that voice in my head, the voice in my head from when I was young. So how many
0: Veronica? Uh, and my guess, let me repeat, is uh, uh, veteran meteorologist Veronica Johnson, who, by the way, made history uh, nationally. By the way, the 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 first woman and Black woman to hold the position at this seventy-five-year-old history, the station uh, A, uh, ABC Seven. Uh, to be now the chief meteorologist um and and uh how many stations did you work at yeah in in your your career
1: the weather channel for 3 years hats off to jim Cantori for for being a great mentor and and support now who was he jim Cantori he's on the weather channel okay he's still there today all right from there i worked at fox 45 tv in baltimore Startup operations, startup TV station. Great, because I said, okay, I'm not going to do national Okay, so this is a
0: brand-new startup
1: station. Yes, brand-new startup station up the road in Baltimore. Because we're here in Washington. Go ahead. Right. Fox 45, I worked at Fox 45 for three years as the number two person. Weekends, and then doing environmental reporting during the week. From there, I said, well, I want more. I was fortunate enough. Because I guess there's so few of me to be able to uh, market someone who had a degree, had some experience at a national station already. I was hired by WABC-TV in New York City, the number one station in the entire country, early in my career. Worked with Sam Champion, Bob Evans. Worked there for three years. Then I got to know... This man to my left, Dwight waves so the audience can't see, uh, got married and said, well, I've got to get back to Baltimore because mm-hmm. um, he didn't move. So was able to get a job at WMAR-TV in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Worked there for three years. So we count.
0: Let's count now. That's one, two, three. We're yep, about three. four. Yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead.
1: Worked at WMAR for three years uh, as uh, the five, six... Uh, weather person, and sometimes I would do some late evenings. Finally, I got a job at a uh, great station in Washington, D.C., NBC4. Yeah, that's Um, where we met. Exactly, that is where we met. And the experience that I got from working with Bob Ryan, meteorologist Bob Ryan, just uh, really valuable as a forecaster, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what we need. We need someone to help us along the way. Making our way up the ladder doesn't happen in this incubator. We need people. We have to be ready, but we need people to support us. Mm-hmm. We need people to guide us, especially young people today. Yeah. Yeah. I was fortunate to have some of those folks who, who helped me along uh, the yeah, way. They
0: believed in you. Exactly. And saw the talent, saw the potential. And here's, you know, it, it, I laughed because that's kind of what happened to me getting in talk radio. I was doing debates, coming on these stations doing this kind of debate. And and uh, this one station <clears throat> said, Yeah, how would you like to do a weekend show? And the person who embraced me, uh, no longer with us, his name was Mark Scott. Mm hmm. And he was a right wing conservative. I mean I mean I mean he was like Ayn Rand. I mean that Isn't I kind interesting. Yeah. It, I mean I'm serious. And he and he said, Look, I'm gonna show you how to do this. And we argue and we had different perspectives, but he you know, he that's that's
1: what he did. So and, everybody's story you know, is different. different I know. all the people who have helped me along right. the way were not my complexion. Look, yeah, look nothing yeah, like that. Like,
0: and and same thing with, with Mark Scott. Clearly, right.
1: yeah,
0: several yeah. along the way. Yeah,
1: and that's just because there aren't enough of us in certain positions right, right, to be right. able to do more for. Right, right. That's why we need to have a seat at the table. Now, that's now, why we need now to. Now,
0: let let me uh, before we uh, go to a break. I'm, I'm looking at everybody, looking at me. Uh, we don't have a script. I don't have a what do they what do they call it a uh,
1: a rundown, a show rundown.
0: A show run, huh? Teleprompter. <laughs> Teleprompter that's what. Yeah. See, you tell. like You can tell. I don't have one. I don't even know what to call it. Um. Uh. But um. The the reason that I I, I want to and and I'll open up the lines one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. I I want to talk about how we should think about how young people should think about more than just television, broadcasting, you know, because... The business is changing at a
1: lightning speed. And, and,
0: and because, and, and you know what brought it to my attention, Veronica, was a commercial that I saw for military. And it was a young couple, a young lady trying to convince her parents I should join the Army because I want to be a meteorologist. And I thought to myself, yeah, because Lord knows the well, you're a military brat. Yes. You know the the military needs me- meteorologists.
1: Are we getting close to a break? Because I got a great story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hold hold hold, hold your break. Hold your story, and then we'll come right back. Veronica Johnson recently promoted. Uh, she truly is a what we refer to as a true history maker. Uh, a chief meteorologist at ABC, making her the first woman and uh, and and by the way, black woman, first woman, period, to hold the position. This station uh, seventy. It took them seventy five years to do this. <laughs> but you know what? Better. Uh, what? What are you looking
1: at? I was going to say I am really honored that there are people at the station who believe in me. Yeah. Who have trust in me. It, and, it, it takes that, right? It takes that. So, you know. Seven News, Washington D.C. How's
0: Uh Hey, the the hey, let me tell you about, uh, uh, and then we'll take your phone calls. Uh, do me a favor. I don't know who's taking calls on this uh, water contamination, but we're not going to take them, huh? All right. I'm just saying. That's, uh, we, You're finished with that subject. I, I am finished with that subject. Okay. I'm worn out. We'll get to that <laughs> maybe Monday. Uh, I want to spend the rest of the time uh, uh, dealing with this uh, topic, and and I'm going to bring up Jackson State University. Uh, it, uh, again, Mississippi State. A a, a yeah, a, HBCU. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. That, by the way, has a school of meteorology.
1: There are a handful of schools that do offer degrees or pseudo degrees in meteorology. I don't think howardian U- howard university does a great job of of taking folks through the research if they're interested in research for meteorology really? or climatology.
0: Okay, we'll get to all of that cuz there should be far more of them. Should definitely. Yes
1: this thing of delivering the weather, just remember what you're doing, who you're doing it for, you know, that this is for, um, for people who are just like your family. Remember, you're just talking to them and and delivering whatever that message is of the forecast of the day. It really isn't that hard. And he kept kind of, um, hitting that home with me. Look, it's not that hard. You don't need, doesn't matter if you're, if you're shy. Um, so that's the one thing I kept in mind in the beginning. Sure, it was very nerve uh um nerve racking to begin with, but uh I overcame it just for the sheer fact that uh I remember that it's all about the message, right? Uh if you have put together the best forecast possible, uh that delivery part will take care of itself because you're just telling them what you already know.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and, and we spent a lot of time with Veronica here. Veronica Johnson, who is uh, I refer to as a true history maker, uh, in in her n- new pr- position promoted to chief meteorologist uh, at uh, here in Washington at ABC Seven, making her the first woman period to hold that position at the stations in the station's seventy-five year history. Now, when I left, uh, you know, people uh, th- they think about. Uh, a weather person, a person on television, um, but 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 m- m- meteorology is 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 important to national defense.
1: That's right. One of my best stories to yes. this day that I've ever done, yeah. top of the list. Right. My uh, husband was fortunate enough to be able to uh, be with me and be my shooter, my photog on that. Salties, do you know what Salties are? No. Special operations weather tactical team. So for every uh, special operations uh, team that uh, the military has, right, uh, when it comes to uh, some of the missions that they go on, they need to know the weather, right? If they're in other parts of the world and they need to go in undercover in the dark, they're going to need someone to forecast we need not to be seen. Sometimes you want to forecast not for clear air and for pristine conditions. Sometimes you have to help forecast for the military for bad conditions so that no one will see the team going in, right? Dust storms, high winds, fog, all of that. So the Saudis, uh this was a story I did out of Fort Bragg, uh, Pope Air Force Base uh, there in North Carolina. So... The military, uh, whether it's Air Force, Navy, Army, they have special training facilities to train these folk in weather, so they know how to forecast. But then they also have to be trained the same as the rest of the teams that go in uh, for special operations. Hmm. So they're 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 dual. And a lot of times the Sautis will go in ahead of the mission team to be able to put up weather stations, to forecast, to check out the weather conditions before the team comes. Wow. Amazing. and
0: Yeah. And and I I was thinking as you were talking, um, uh, I watch a lot of documentaries. So I watch the documentary on, uh, you see it every now and then, on D-Day. Right. That was that weather forecast, was crucial.
1: Extremely. It was crucial. One of the biggest in history. Right. Yeah. So, there. The. The mission was supposed to be a go. I believe the day before, right. or two days before. But the weather. Right. Turned, right. Yeah. Right. And l- luckily, it was a group of meteorologists here that were forecasting. It wasn't just one person, right, right? Right? Can you imagine? I mean, it's hard yeah. enough sometimes when when you're trying to, you know, forecast for a weather event, uh, but always better when you have a team of minds. And um, I can't remember the name of the meteorologist uh, uh, right now, but there was a team that was led by uh, this guy that was in charge, and because of his uh, forecasting ability and what he was seeing on the charts—charts charts at the time, right? There were no computers. What he was seeing on the charts, the uh, weather system. He was like, "No, it, it's it's a no go. We need to wait." And they waited, and mm-hmm. thank goodness they waited for the mm-hmm. right conditions.
0: You mm-hmm. bring up charts, and and again, no computers. So, and by, what's what's the role? now of of computers digital and the terms that we hear uh when european for,
1: model american model yes uh, yeah, and, right? and
0: that type of thing and by the way if uh I, you know one of the things I'll, I'll open up the lines if you want to uh call in you have a question or a comment uh for my guest uh veteran meteorologist veronica johnson you can call me uh right sherry's will take your calls um, you know, hey, there might be future meteorologists. I'm listening. here to inspire, I'm here yeah, to answer you. questions, thank I'm here you. to
1: tell anyone out there yeah. uh, that you can do it. I was just telling you, Joe, I got a tutor when I was in college, differential equations and uh, thermodynamics that kicked my butt. Oh, well, and it, it I didn't, k- it kicked didn't... me out
0: of my first meteorologist <laughs> class. I know, I really because when I took you, you know, I and that's what started the conversation during the break. You know, well, you had to have a science. So I, I wasn't going to do physics. I wasn't going to do chemistry. Uh, and I certainly wasn't going to do biochemistry, oh. uh, even though I ended up taking it uh, and glad to get the hell out of it. Uh, but I, I said, oh, we'll take weather. Let me do Because that's what we called it, in the, in weather.
1: Weather and, 101.
0: Yeah, weather 101. And I went. Because
1: how hard can it be? How <laughs> hard
0: can it be? And I, oh, my God. God, I said, who is this woman teaching this class? And it it, it 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 it's not easy. But then you said, I you had to you had to hire a tutor.
1: I didn't have a plan B. Okay, I, I'm never someone who I, I always want to go with the plan A and make it work. Right, right. But yes, I wound up getting a tutor, and I'm trying to think if it. I'm pretty sure it was for chemistry, for Chem three. Okay wound up getting a tutor uh my tutor happened to be someone who worked at a funeral home, so he was earning money, opening mm-hmm. you know the back door to you know let folks yeah. do what they needed to do and I remember it's He just, had a side hustle yeah, yeah. he had yeah. a side hustle, but right. I remember us sitting at the table sometimes and he would go, "Oh, wait a minute, I gotta go get the door so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's that's where I studied right there in the funeral home uh but got
0: through it. But the things you know, that's I mean, I'm laughing because the things we do right
1: to, to get ahead. Yeah. And I wow. was I was so I took a semester off because on top of that I was a a single mom for a while. Uh but again, mm-hmm. did not have a plan B. All 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 this had to work for me. Right. I guess it helps too that I'm a little hard-headed. I, I don't like taking no right, right. and having people challenge or say I'm not going to make it. Three jobs in college. Three. Three jobs in college. I worked as a booster for the athletic department. I worked uh, doing a work study uh, on, on uh, campus and then off campus NCDC National Climatic Data Center. Then I worked sometimes doing, um, like you know, where where you call people and you ask them questions and you get paid for the number. That's how it worked back then. Yeah. Did that job too. Uh, but yeah, I I had a hustle, I had a hustle, and yeah, folks out there can do it too. But again, you've you've got to want it.
0: Uh, let let's see. Uh, and we'll go ahead and take some. Qu- uh, Taylor from Texas, you have a question for a uh, meteorologist, Veronica Johnson. Go ahead, please.
2: Yes, it's funny. This is so interesting. Me and my wife were talking the other day, and we're in West Texas, and we have a saying, if you don't like the weather, go inside, come back, and it changes. And, and my wife would say, what does it take to be a meteorologist? So we thought, you know, they just were guessing. So it's really interesting that she's talking about the different uh, topics. But my question is, why is it, it seems like here in West Texas, the weatherman uh, can't actually get the prediction correct because it changes so much.
1: Well, that's just it. I mean, you, it, it's just that. It's changing so much. So we have computer models that we look at. When when you say can't get it right, I'm not sure if you're talking about uh, precipitation and changing of precipitation. You guys have had a lot of ice down there. And the jet stream has been really far down to the south. So you've gotten, I know, the ice. You've even you've gotten some snow in parts of Texas. You've gotten a lot of changes this winter, this season, that you would not normally have. And that has been very challenging. You know, maybe someone who's not used to forecasting uh, that much in the way of winter weather events. The other thing is our changing climate. It has a, a role in what's been happening winter is our fastest changing season than any other because of our warming climate but uh are you talking more about temperature changes or precipitation changes
2: it could yeah it could yeah, be both for instance uh it can be for instance it's uh I guess the other week there was no uh in forecast it was uh I raised like rabbits and I have rabbits and so if it's if I know the weather's getting bad. I'll put, like, you know, blanket something to keep the wind because we get high wind. And so in the forecast, I look at the forecast, and it'll be uh, no precipitation. It'll say uh, the temperature's going to be 60 degrees. And then I'll go, uh, you know, out of town, I'll do some other stuff. And then I'll, when I'm away, we'll get – we're getting snow. I mean, it'll be 50 – it, it could be 70 degrees. We go from 70 degrees, and then it'll come back, and then it is uh, – it's you know it's it's uh you know twenty degrees like today, right. It's, well, here's it's like here's what I'm going to say. So,
1: if yeah. if you know, I don't want to jump in and interrupt you, but we've had wild weather here too in the DC area. We're 81 degrees, record yesterday. right. a, a record yeah. that was 150 broken years, in a uh, hundred and fifty yeah, years. Right. Only three other times during the month of February has the temperature been as high as it was yesterday. Yeah. Only three. Yeah. Gotcha. But. I got I'm going to so, say this, that if you can, because I would imagine you, you are probably watching during the same time each day, probably what, uh, evening shift or morning?
2: Yes, all different, all different times, because I'm self-employed and I have, a you know, quite a few different businesses, but... Uh, all different times during the during the day. Sometimes in the morning, or even uh, I watch it all the time, and sometimes even late at but, night. But, but this, I have the app on my phone. And, and, and but this I have the speaks, app on my phone.
0: Yeah, this speaks to once again the importance of this science. I mean, this he raises mm-hmm. rabbits. Can you? And like we just got through talking about the military. You just told people, uh, except that uh, folks in the military know this, that sometimes meteorologists have to be. I like to break things down. A uh, spies, true. I mean, I mean, you know, I never thought about that. That we we may have to we may have to sneak a meteorologist into a hostile territory. That's right. To That's right. To, to to get the weather in order to prepare for whatever the invasion might be or the. Uh, I never thought about that.
1: That's right, and that and that is you know just just one of the jobs. There are meteorologists that work. For the airline business. Oh, yeah. There are meteorologists who work forecasting for the NFL.
0: Right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on.
1: You don't want people in a stadium. Wait a minute. If wait a minute. Wait, a wait, wait, wait wait, wait, Wait a minute. Thank, hey, hey, thank you, Taylor. That's actually big business. You right are there. kidding so me. Let's talk about that because Penn State University, right? They do a great job. I went to UNC Asheville, but, you know, I'm just going to talk about Penn State here for a second because I know a lot of folks who went to Penn State. They uh, really do a good job of putting out people who are going to work in commodities. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. are really good at risk and weather. Yeah, right? because if, weather those risk, oran-
0: if those oranges freeze over, somebody will right. make a it's whole same, lot of money. Right. Yeah, but, yeah,
1: But, you know, where it looks at how the weather plays a part with our economy and... Putting out forecasters who are going to help for big event forecasts. Really,
0: well, I never, I never would have we, thought that safety you, is key. So we NFL, you were just talking
1: about that. This but wait morning. a minute. Safety. So the
0: NFL actually hires meteorologists.
1: Yes, and so do individual like University of Maryland for their football games. A, a lot of places when it comes to big outdoor events, those that take place on a regular. Schedule, you know, you want to make sure sure. that your people are safe. If during severe weather season, during the summer, when you get these convective storms, a lot of lightning, you can't have people there. Well, that's true. And now we've had, last couple of years, flood emergencies in the DC area. You got to get folks out of there and get them out fast. So if you see a storm on radar that looks like it may be leaning a certain way with severe parameters, or if it's leaning toward uh really, uh, you know, even early in the day, it looks like the hydrology part of it is going to be way up. It's going to be producing a lot of rain. Yeah, yeah you've got to. Hey, hey,
0: Anthony from, from Michigan, go ahead. You're on with meteorologist uh, Veronica Johnson. Go right ahead from Michigan. Anthony.
3: Good morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good morning, Ms. Johnson. First of all, I want to say congratulations. Thank you and you come around, you come across the radio so strong um, uh, and, and and very impressive but one of the questions I wanted to ask you is do you handle uh, with your new positions? I see weather is done in different locations. Do you handle that when you make assignments um, if someone needs to be in Minnesota or someone needs to be in uh, utah do you is that one of your assignments?
1: For my station that's a local station, Washington, D.C., 7 News, if our team of meteorologists, the person who's working afternoons, if it's a uh, wintry day and we've got ice that's going to hit maybe our northwestern zones, then I look ahead and say, let's have this meteorologist out in our... Seven News Storm Tracker on the road during the show, giving us a play-by-play of what's happening, where he's headed. Uh, we've got cameras on top of our vehicle, you know, Storm Tracker equipped with the weather equipment, so we're getting a play-by-play. But yes, on a local level, I do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and okay. and, and by the way, I want to make sure I get the titles right because we've been saying here on my uh, my biography. Of you ABC Seven, but it's Seven News, so I want to make that correct. It's yeah. the
1: ABC in Washington, basically. Oh, okay, yeah. all
0: right, all right. All right. that's why I say I do not have a teleprompter, right? <laughs> but, but, um, I, and I guess you have to, because when you think about here in Washington D.C., we have people moving all over the country. We're not stationary here. We're not stagnant. So you've got, uh, you got the Department of Defense, uh, Anthony, and I mean, you know, we, you know, we got. We've got, like everybody else, truck from a coordination level, From yeah. a
1: coordination level, there is a new station that uh, the company that I work for started a number of months ago called the National Weather Desk. So we pull from 200 meteorologists wow. across the country, 200 wow. across the country. Now, are
0: these all on-air meteorologists? These are all on-air meteorologists. All right, go ahead.
1: If you watch that station, it is contribu- it's a show that's produced with content that is... Fed from TikTok, from Instagram, IG, from Facebook, from uh, postings that, uh, you know, someone may put on their webpage. So we pull that content and put it into a show. It is a daily show, so you're getting fresh. Sometimes we will have a live meteorologist. In this case, you know, depending on where you are, check your local listing for the National Weather Desk when it comes on. But... For anything that's out west, we would have someone live somewhere around California to talk about the heavy snow and how unusual that event is that's hitting California.
0: Any other question, Anthony?
3: Well, I'm looking forward to your book to come out because it sounds like uh, <laughs> well, a lot a- of information, <laughs> a lot of information that that uh, uh, that we're not aware of of, of uh, being. Uh, uh, in charge of uh, weather, I do plan uh, and, on writing not only local good. but a national level. Yeah, I'm good because the NFL, like you stated, I had no idea. I didn't either. That's uh, okay.
0: Take your time. Yeah. yeah, and so
3: a lot of this is new at my age, and and so um, definitely need to be educated in our communities on on your success. And you
0: know so the Anthony you. the book. i um, you know what I'm hoping she'll uh, as she as Veronica pointed out. She's here to inspire. I, I hope young people are listening. um, And and that it's not only about, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, who's in front of the camera. Most of the work, and, and to be quite candid, some of the best-paying jobs are behind the camera, aren't they? And thank that's you, right. Anthony. I appreciate it. We've got only a couple of minutes. I'll give you these last two minutes, Veronica.
1: I was going to say that's right, because... You have a small fraction, probably 5% of a newscast in terms of personnel, the people who put it on. You're only seeing a small fraction of all of that work from the entire day, right? The package that a reporter did out in the field that took them all day to put together, to, to find the person to interview, to do the research to edit the package and then get on the air and then post to the web because you want to post to the web before you hit air
0: before i before Before i I don't i don't want to i have a minute can you just once again talk about the stats real quick we only have about an an hour of, of the the this inspiration that you now are sharing with us of of black folk in in this meet, in meteorology,
1: right? So, National Association of Black Journalists says there are about 138 meteorologists in journalism across the United States, and of the black meteorologists, about forty forty six percent are women. Wow, that's according to NABJ. Wow, so and women,
0: I, I guess, are smaller than that, right? That's
1: right. While African Americans make up about 13.6% of the U.S. population, they represent only 5.5% of meteorologists that wow. you see on TV. Wow, that you so see on
0: TV. Wow.
1: For anyone out there who's interested in meteorology, doesn't have to be broadcast meteorology. Go for it. Go for it. If you have any questions, you can hit me up on social media, V Johnson, 7 news Okay,
0: there you go. I'm, you, I'm, you, I'm, I'm here to help. That's you, that's why i You're ready to be bombarded, you know that. V. v Johnson.
1: 7 News. 7 News. But okay. that's why I'm here. That's okay. why I took the job. Thank you.
0: You can listen to yours truly, Madison the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.